Welcome to Podcast This Escape, the podcast where we talk about the escape room that we escaped from in the previous episode of this podcast. We have just finished Whoa, uh, wow, chapter wow. five of Chronomaly. Good work. You, you all made it out. Yeah. Congratulations. Hey, you good work. Yeah, yeah. you good work, man. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, uh, that, was a real, that was really fun. That was a yeah. really good escape room. That like, was. Here's the thing. I low-key am going to steal many of these riddles for the D&D game. Like, says low oh, key, man, really? Straight Please. up. Yeah. I mean, you're I more keep. than welcome to. I hope like, it works out. Because, yeah, I had the excuse of saying, yeah, it was all Spanish. Yeah, you don't understand <laughs> that. You guys have skill checks to worry about. In a about. D&D room, it's just a wizard looking for new components for his. He figured out a new spell that requires uh, really weird components. Yeah. And so it'd be like, I had this and this, oh, and damn, I mixed them with this. Perfect. And then you mix this new cool components for a cool spell that he does. I love and it. then he can do it to get you into the next stage of the game. Oh, no, I'm just going to blatant them. Like, no, you're in Spain now. And we're <laughs> uh, in a strange foreign yeah. I'm going yeah. to see how long it takes yeah. for me, to, for the three of them to realize that it's just the exact same riddle. <laughs> the exact same thing. Yeah, it was a high it's gonna tree, be, right? It's going to be so much more awkward. It's like, oh, we've got a red flower, but we need a violet flower. Um, I use change color magic. <laughs> Prismatic spray. <laughs> wait, wait. It's an anti-magic room. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, you guys, you guys uh, did really well. Uh, uh, I hope you enjoyed it. Was there any moment as you were playing that you felt uh, especially smart as you played? Um, I mean, or failing I, that I any moment you felt especially dumb. I was like, I, I, I mean, <laughs> there were times where I was like, "Why are you jumping on the stairs, Devin?" Yeah, yeah I literally was like, "That's that's so dumb. That's <laughs> not it." At and all. then it worked. Yeah, and again, that's just I, like, oof. Yeah. yeah. Although I would like to point out, uh, Robbie, that very, very early on, you were just like, I'm pretty sure those colors need to go into the vase. And everyone else went, no, that's crazy. That'll never be true. That's also, just wait, wild and ridiculous. Everyone I, thought I was crazy for stepping on the staircase, but you wanted to step just on the ground where the violin was It said jump right here. Yeah, jump. <laughs> um, I, that was actually my favorite clue, just because I thought it was the slide. Yeah. <laughs> Which would have been amazing. Um, I... I'm sorry that I... Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry that I went through misunderstanding what you meant when you wanted to take the paint chipper to the walls um, <laughs> oh. for the canvas clues. Yeah. <laughs> it didn't even I was going to Shawshank my way out of this room. <laughs> It'll take a few years, but we'll get out. <laughs> and sorry, Lana, you were saying? Oh, I just like, um, there were certain things that didn't even like occur to me which looking back seemed like super apparent like yeah. oh there's seven canvases they're see-through put them on top of each other <laughs> like i was like wow no that really yep hindsight is this year oh yeah. my god so true mm -hmm. and what was the theme here guys time and what time. is now time so it all <laughs> we're living in sense. time Wow. Um, wow i did like uh, i did like that uh I, jacob you were the one who very early on went hey you know like like Anna's here. Oh, she probably has some skills. <laughs> Literally, which the is smartest great, right? move wow. of all game. We're like, there's no way we'll ever decipher this. <laughs> it's like, why don't I just ask this woman? I don't know Latin. Uh, our pride, our our danger. <laughs> I would say like pride. half pride, half complete ADD. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> we have it no retention. Like each of you oh. didn't necessarily just take one puzzle each that you felt proud of. 
It was sort of like you each had a zone of the room that was your zone. Like, Robbie, the vase, that was all yours. Jacob, anything Anna-related, that was you. <laughs> Devin, yours was the stare region. And Lana, yours was the painting region. Wow. I like that part. You all got your skills. Now, I said at one point in the episode, I hope it stayed in there, um, I, I made a comment that all of my rooms have bladders in them. Yeah. That's not my trademark. Um, the trademark that I tend to have is there is something on the door. Yes. The mm. the uh, ah. unofficial motto of Escape This Podcast is always check the door. So, Devin, when you said, can I just get out? Can I just yeah. walk out of here? That's that a was very great. important question. I kept wanting to ask essential. that, but I kept forgetting. That I was yeah. like, can I, I, want, I was like, can I, what's, what's can at the door? Can we just leave? Can you imagine <laughs> yeah. setting up this, like you described this beautiful, elaborate scene and then you just have it where literally all you have to do is walk out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Like how long would it take for someone to try that when they're like busy trying to figure out these clues and like you're just sitting there like they literally just have to walk out. You know, there's, there's, yeah. that, the, there's the Stanford experiment, right? Or uh, I think it was the Stanford experiment where like a prison it's doesn't prison need one. locks. It needs prisoners. <laughs> uh, yeah, I believe it. Yeah. Or well, the, it's just like the whole like mob mentality. Like when you... Uh, the pe- like that experiment where if you go into an elevator and you face the opposite direction, everyone freak out. Let's seriously yeah. try it. Next time you get in an elevator, face oh, the perfect. other way. Okay. <laughs> but there's also like that? like there's there's you're you're agreeing to the terms of the game. So when it's like you're gonna need to solve puzzles to escape, it often doesn't like it would be weird to be like, maybe I can just walk out. Right, like, it, but it's be the something biggest to add- middle finger. <laughs> I you know? want the opposite. I could have spent my entire life in that room with Anna. <laughs> I didn't want to leave. <laughs> I'm a, sorry I couldn't do dress. a more convincing accent for her or any accent at all. I didn't practice Spanish. I believed um, you the entire time. Mm-hmm. I one of the earlier Spanish. rooms, one of the earlier rooms, the NPC was Irish, and I went all out for her. You actually <laughs> went. You really went all out because you rewrote the room description to be her giving you the room description yep. for no reason other than to force yourself into an Irish accent for longer than you were used to. <sighs> and I foolishly just didn't try for Spanish. I just went, you know what? It'll happen, I'm sure, and it did not happen. <laughs> it didn't happen. It made it more fine. mysterious. Yeah. yeah. Can yeah, I ask, perfect. was Joaquin based on anyone? Uh, not based on anyone as a human. I, I I feel like that's fair. However, the names of people in our rooms are always named after our Patreon donors. So thank you so much to our Patreon donors. Again, this is going to be fun just trying to pronounce names. Get them right. Uh, Joaquin Desprez and Anna Engelke. Wow. Can you so also stipulate like so when much. I said, is it based on anyone? Which is like, not any humans. <laughs> True. <laughs> there was that, a really famous elephant that painted. That? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, not that I know of, but I wouldn't be surprised if I look back through some of the famous artists that exist and find one that just like always threatened to quit when something didn't go right. Also, I think that's probably then, all of them. Yeah, oh, I feel like his wife. definitely. But also, like Joaquin is the perfect name for like a Joaquin. diva artist yeah. painter. <laughs> also, I love how Joaquin, like in I guess like sleepwalked a riddle for himself to yeah. figure out this. Yeah, <laughs> I he actually went just, to college he, oh. with a Joaquin who was a diva. Wow. Oh, wonderful. Nice. Yeah, I mean, he wrote the riddle. Maybe he even remembered that he wrote the list of things he needed. But when his wife went through and changed the couch, changed the flowers, yeah. he just went, no, this is all broken. No. This is ruined. You know what it's like? It's the, it's, it's the episode of Seinfeld where Jerry writes a joke on his nightstand in the middle <laughs> oh, of the night. Yeah. And he spends the rest of the day going... What is this funny? What is this? Is this funny? <laughs> what does this mean? I just like that as an artist, he keeps uh, 
copies of really boring bills and laws. Someone <laughs> probably paid around. him to well, do that. Yeah, is that just like the idea that like to supplement his income, he's also right. just it's calligraphy, like he's just yeah. copying out because exactly, you know you can't like sort of suck thing. it in a. But I like Xerox. to think he's leading so way more life. There's way you know, more money. Yeah, always a forger. Yeah, all that. exactly. Yeah. Also, like Da Vinci did a bunch of weird, like crypto stuff too, like writing totally. backwards. So, like, it makes sense. Like a an artist would, like, oh no, this is the perfect maroon. I can never let anyone know this color exists. Although, to be it. fair, Da Vinci was a pretty big old nerd. <laughs> yeah. Da Vinci was a freaking door. Ima- imagine da Vinci, uh, imagine you went back in time. He's like, hey, oh, Da Vinci. There's this thing called escape rooms where you need to solve a bunch of puddles to get out. Da Vinci would he would get so thirsty for that. Oh, oh Da Vinci would love an escape room. He'd be furious. He'd be he probably invented them and no one's figured that out yet. You know who oh. else? Purely just by flavor would love escape rooms? Yeah. Benjamin Franklin. Yeah, he oh, seems yeah. like he'd thought. be into it. He really he'd be would. like he'd be trying Ooh, yeah, to like wonderful. MacGyver some invention. And we're like, <laughs> yeah. no, that's not what the clues Stop are it. for. <laughs> Stop like fusing them together. <laughs> I get no, you ben... made bifocals, but come on. Ben Franklin would be the guy who knows the solution to the puzzle already, but isn't telling one, anyone else in his team while he laughs a little bit while they can't get it. <laughs> That's like, what Ben Franklin like, like, Ooh, you're getting warmer. Yeah, yes, yeah. Going. He's sitting in the corner like, mm. That's, the, that's my canonical Ben Franklin voice. <laughs> oh, getting warmer. I'm so excited. Look at you. He's like weirdly German. Got it. <laughs> I, I so am going to... Poor, due to poor timing decisions, are you gonna? Are you gonna? I'm duck going to have out? to duck out. Do like, we have right any, now? Do we so, have any fight, quick final questions for Dan? Yeah, please. If we have anything we want to discuss that I need to be here for the discussion for. Yeah, I, I just want to know what prompted you to do the time arc this uh, season. Honestly, okay, this came from the fact that I'm a big old trivia nerd. I love trivia. History is one of my super weak points. So I thought, ah. I wonder if there's some way to turn our podcast into, you know something selfish for me so that I can learn <laughs> about history as I go. That's kind Spence of awesome. time yeah, travel. Right. Perfect. I love that. That's amazing. I don't know if I'm learning anything useful, but, you know, pig bladders, why not? Hey. Perfect. You never know when you're going to need to contain some paint you just made yeah. and you're on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> all right? Happens all the time. That's true. Dinner? That's true. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I thought the, right. the, the story was great, and I love that yeah. it was art-themed. Oh, I think that's I very, it. like... Yeah, I feel really like you always get like, oh, you're in a dungeon. Oh, you're in a ship, but like an art <laughs> studio. Mm, yeah, sometimes it's a bit lighter. Now, this will actually be a little bit interesting. Um, now, without giving away too much, because that's for our Patreon donors to know, the playtest for this episode, the room was utterly different. I went into the playtest for this one saying, now, Bill, be warned, this room is awful and I hate it. Mm-hmm. Fix it for me. We did a lot of fixing. Uh, basically, Half of the content changed. It was still set in an art studio and was based around finding his the, Chuck Berry new color. Yeah, the, but the whole goal is different. There was no machine to mix paint. There mm-hmm. was uh, n- the vase puzzle was completely redone. Uh, lots of other things have moved from where they originally were. Mm. Uh, the 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 the, ca- the message you get from those um, pieces of paper Therefore, was the, the, the same idea zone. but a different message. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a whole bunch of stuff. Was gonna, I think the only things that stayed the same were the the most of the layout, this the uh, violin, the violin and the music stuff. stuff. Or pretty much all the violin pretty stuff was exactly the same, and everything else changed. 
So it was uh. a bit of a crazy playtest. Uh. And that was yeah. like three days ago. So, <laughs> so yeah, I had to work hard to fix this business. Yeah, we, oh. had, a whole, we had a whole re-brainstorm of a lot of the puzzles. Patreon donors who get to listen to that playtest, I'm sorry to put you through that. It's miserable. <laughs> All you right, did a great so job. Oh, I appreciate it. Bill yeah. did a great job at helping to make it happen again, like something that could function. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to have to duck out. That sucks, but, but there's the, still plenty that, that you can talk here. about. We've got more stuff to talk about in terms Make of the sure arc. Make sure that you talk and about in terms yeah, of where you think stuff. the arc is going. What other f- slightly future past time travels thing could happen? And please, please talk about DMing. Bill, you've <laughs> yes. got experience DMing, yeah, we so will. We'll compare your experiences. Talk about the difference between escape games and Regular DM games. I want to be part of all this. Why do I have to leave? <laughs> you have to I'm just so listen to sorry. the show. It's it's been lovely to hang out with you guys. Thank you so much so for great. playing. You did really great. Likewise, You're a great team. You should absolutely play real ones together. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. we're definitely going to. Well, and please, the next time you're out in San Francisco, we're going to have you in for a game and we'll go do an absolutely. escape room. Sounds, cool. wonderful Sounds wonderful because apparently Palace Games, they're really expensive and they're good for big teams because oh, the, yeah. They're, yeah. they're such big experiences. So Ooh. that would be really awesome. Nice. <laughs> right. Get out of here before you okay, break yeah, everything. I, I, Careful. Go, see ya. <laughs> Bye. Um, see ya. See ya. <laughs> hey guys, during all of this mess of a time that it is, we just wanted to let you know that our friends at Buzzshot have a special service going. Yeah, so obviously uh, signing up for a new service to maintain your customers in a time when it's kind of impossible to get customers in the door. Most of you are shut down uh, during this uh, COVID lockdown. I don't know. It's a bit maybe tactless. I don't know. So, uh, But uh, Tom from Buzzshot is really interested in trying to keep the industry going in as many ways as he can. So he's created some spaces in which we can talk about live video escape rooms. Basically, be able to maintain your current business by running rooms via live video format. Now, if you listen to last episode, uh, we're also involved uh, in, in this idea in certain ways. We're offering our rooms to be played by anyone who is an escape room owner. But what Tom has done is he set up a, a space, both a website and a Facebook page that you should check out. And there will be links to both of these below. And it's a way for creators uh, to get tips on how to create these sorts of games, how to run these sorts of games, to be able to share their, their, the way they're doing it. Yeah, this um, is really the best part, isn't it? It's not just another site of here are the links that you can follow. It is the space to be able to discuss and help owners to be able to make this hopefully temporary transition themselves. Yeah. So look, if when we're there, I've, I've already been talking with people uh, over on the Facebook page um, about the way, stuff they're running and ways to implement things that we're doing. Uh, and there's some people out there doing really interesting stuff. So look, if you are looking for ways to keep your business going, this is a really great place to check it all out. So Buzzshot has been really nice in actually putting this thing together. Um, so if you can, head over there now. Uh, and even if like people may be able to help you, or maybe you've got advice that you can give to other people about this sort of stuff. Um, or maybe you're confused as the entire concept of how it could work. And that's the perfect place to go to check it out and to talk with people and uh, and see what we can all do to keep the community together and the industry functioning during a time when you can't get more than a few people together in a room at any point. Mm. So where can people find that, Bill? You can go to livevideoescaperooms.com or the Facebook group of the same name and there'll be links to both of those below. Uh, Yeah, so now that Danny's gone, we can talk. (laughs) Wait, wait, wait. wait. Now those are real hated. You guys hated that room, right? It was terrible. Oh my God. <laughs> 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 Wanted to burn it down uh, the entire time.
No, uh, so yeah, you guys did really well. Like, it's really interesting. One of the things that's tough when you have a group of four, because we usually have players, we usually have two players every room. Uh, and four gets a little hard, not so much in like, like talking over each other, but just in like splitting off to different stuff and, and making it like, let's jump to the violin, now over to the vase, now back to the violin, now over to here, here. And like it becomes really jumpy. But you guys stayed together really well, which was great, right? Um, and it meant that you could all be involved in each step. So you guys did really well with that. Uh, I am I am terrible with that. I get I play most of these as part of the playtest, so I have to play by myself, uh, ah. which makes it smoother. But also, I get stuck a lot because I don't <laughs> right. have anyone to talk to. Well, I think yeah. that's probably where the D and D experience was really helpful because exactly. we have to mm. be able to navigate a large group dynamic. Well, we don't have to. I mean, <laughs> I mean that I, is also true. I literally, I literally give you guys puzzles that like require all of you working in tandem, yeah. and we're not mm. always good at it. Most of the time, we blow it. Hey. That's hey, a bummer. Hey, 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 hey. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, God. <laughs> Jesus. This is literally I can the hear nightmare. It. It's still going. This is the Devin nightmare. Get ready to my cut all that out. Pause, pause, pause. Sorry, oh my our God, kombucha beer just exploded. <laughs> no one say anything important. The most San Francisco thing that has happened. Seriously. Your beer exploded. <laughs> my kombucha beer exploded. His kombucha <laughs> beer exploded. exploded. Oh no! Ugh, it smells like a fart. <laughs> it's gonna be great for our guests. You got some <laughs> but those probiotics, man, can't lose out on. After them. after after we finish here, we're gonna get some cleaner from the kitchen. Wipe <laughs> down this table. You keep saying we. Yeah, this is that up. <laughs> Sorry, we went off track there. Uh, um, yeah. Go ahead. Uh, so no, so you guys, you guys are really well. I want to talk a little bit about. I think the room was was really fun, and it came out to this really nice room with a clear goal and and all that sort of stuff. But my question is, what the heck is going on in this time travel arc, right? Because oh, yeah, what happened? Like if if Doc Bill's assistant Greg is the reason this painting didn't get made. What did he do? Like, did he just rock up and say, oh, you should clean up your husband's studio, Mrs. Joaquin? Like, what, how did he... Like, I don't understand what he's doing here. It's really wild, right? Also, like, why is it crucial that this painting get made? Or I guess this Not color? Oh, wait, but what if he wanted the chair? Oh, you think Ooh. the chair was important? Yeah. Joaquin Whoa. stole the original chair? Damn, yeah. well, maybe. But well, because there has been we... some... There's been some stuff with like earlier arcs where there's been like objects that are missing from the like when the room finishes like in in episode one they save this painting of uh, of the girl's father in episode two they they end up like although they don't take it these things just get like out into the world uh, in the in, in like in the second episode there's like a like a orb that ends up out in the world so maybe there is some kind of object collection idea and maybe the couch is related to that. But I have no idea how that makes any sense, right? But what if all of them come to the culmination into one bigger escape room with all of these items? Oh God! In it? A vault the cross. Ultra. Oh, wouldn't that be items. cool? Yeah. If episode ten is like in the corner, you see a stained couch, and then yeah. next to that, there's a painting of a woman's father, and th that'd be really like, interesting. That's Dude. like some Doctor Who stuff. What if it's that just, is some Inception stuff? What if it's just as simple as like he hated this artist? And and yeah, yeah, he didn't like it. Personal yeah. vendetta He's had nothing like, to do yeah. with the main thing. He's just like, oh, by the or way, I'm maybe like maybe it was just an accident. Maybe he just yeah. like Oops. turned up and he spilled something while he was there, and then the wife was like, oh, I better clean up, and then that ruined the whole painting. And it there's nothing vindictive at all. Maybe it had some to do with Anna. <gasps> what if Anna was the time traveler? Anna oh, would never oh, do anything what? wrong. Anna's a time think... traveler. <laughs> 
Leave it to Jacob to like want to find the one other NPC and be like, no, 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 we're befriending her. No, we're her. creating a bond. Which, fun fact, he does in our regular stream <laughs> all the time. Also, if you have a button that you don't want to get pushed. Don't tell Jacob's character about it. <laughs> See, escape rooms are fun in that realm where like you guys can't like self-destruct. It. Yeah. Like I yes. like you guys you guys have talked about this before. And in escape rooms, you have like the ideas like, no, that just doesn't work. But in D D yes. it's like, well, like I got magic that can make me pass through uh, a wall. And like, oh, you could like, oh, the runes are with anti-magic, so you can like force players into it. But the idea of D D is like you have these magics at your at your disposal to solve a riddle with mm. them. But there's also but even, the yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I was going to say, but what was also interesting was like playing in this sort of escape room setup. It was fun knowing that like there weren't going to be like irreversible consequences of trying something. Mm-hmm. Whereas in yeah, D&D, right? there's constantly like we could completely botch this and there's no way to reverse it. Like that avenue is now yeah. closed off. Like we can't yeah. explore that further. Mm-hmm. So being able, which is probably why we got so freaking crazy in this art studio and destroyed mm. it, is because we were, I, at least I personally was so stoked to be able to be like, we could literally try anything and it's okay. Yeah. Like, it Yeah, would there's mean- different, like, un- there's a different understanding of consequences and also there's the different, like, acceptance of, of being refused. Like in D&D, if you're just like, I want to do this and your GM says, no. Sorry, yeah. you can't do that. You'd be like, it's in the front. It's like, well, no, hold on a second. I have a stat for that. I have a die. Like, let me roll. Let me make an attempt. Whereas escape rooms, because you understand that we're here solving puzzles, it's much easier to just be like, no, nah, don't do that. And you'd yeah. be like, oh, okay, cool. I guess I got it wrong. Because right? also a part of me felt like a, like a player where I was like, what happens if I just cover myself in all the paint? <laughs> <laughs> and I, and I, I held that back. But part of me was like, I just kind of want to do it to see what happens. Yeah, like, and I feel yeah. like, oh, that's. This is what why my players do the things they do. They oh, yeah. What happens. Resisting that temptation is very difficult. <laughs> but also, like, you would so never mad. be as you and Danny would never be like, oh, you uh, smushed up the cherry. You're locked in there forever. There's yeah, no way exactly, to possibly right? get there's out. No, there's no fun yeah. there, right? The, the consequences, you, you, we have an understanding that in the end of this, you will escape this room. Like, right. you're going to do it. It's going to happen. We're yeah. playing this quick little game. It'd be like if you were playing, like, settlers of Catan, and then halfway through someone's just like you know what uh all your people go on strike you can't build anymore for the rest of the yeah. game because you're a bad leader but sit in the corner please like <laughs> right. no you know that's gonna go someone's gonna get 10 points it's gonna you know it's like the the framework is different so puzzles are, are so much easier right whereas getting satisfying puzzles in D can be a lot harder because of all the ways that they can break right and the fact yeah. that within that game you should allow them to break you should yeah. allow people to mess it up or, or yeah. break it or circumvent them because that's totally. part of the game yeah so it's, and it's then a there's very also just so dynamic. many of us yeah playing i think at the same time that it's really hard to do a puzzle like live i think i think though that when we did our like we did this live game at uh at this convention called kubicon mm. um and uh we did this one and it was i feel that was the most escape room-esque was it was absolute. very escape room ass. Like you know, one of it, like everyone was blindfolded in this magical darkness they couldn't un undarken, and I had everyone wear uh, the eye masks, and they had to navigate, and I had a map in front of me with a token that represented the party, and they decided they want to go left, right, forward, or you know, etc. Mm. And they would run into something. It was kind of just like a maze that they had to navigate through, but they couldn't oh, that's very see. Cool. Mm. Um, 
Granted, it wasn't as simple as navigating. It was like, oh, you ran into the wall. It turns out it's covered in like gigantic spikes, Doesn't and now you're uh -huh. bleeding profusely and half damaged. <laughs> yeah, you but then didn't you right? didn't you come up with the idea to start throwing stuff to hear where the walls were? I appreciate it. Only took no, I, it took I'm, an embarrassingly large number me. of times <laughs> of us just straight up running into spiked walls to be like, hey, let's try a different strategy because we're not going <laughs> to live through this if we keep it up. Mm. But yeah, I mean, but I think is, I think. Well, this is this is so much what happens. Like in D and D, the way to get puzzles to work in a satisfying way is to take away a lot of what your characters can do. Right? Like you go, all right, you can't see your blood, or you know, anti magic runes. You can't cast any spells. Like it's so so inherent in it is trying to restrict stuff down, which is not a bad right. thing anyway. But that's like how you can then focus on you have to solve this in this way. Yeah, and it's I, it's I mean, really interesting. It's hard to balance, and I think that's why so often D and D puzzles end up being like, and a riddle for you. I've written a riddle on this rock. Yes. Because a riddle a riddle has no forms of interaction, right? Yeah. I'm going to smash mm -hmm. the riddle. Oh, no. Now it's harder to read. Like, it's a riddle. You just have to solve it, right? right? And you can't and just be that... like, I cast the spell that solves riddles. Mm. Like, there's Well, the no worst way... thing then is you just go, my character has an intelligence of 24, so I'm just going to roll an intelligence check to know the answer to the riddle. Yeah. Which is, you know, <laughs> I think it's role like, playing. Oh, like, real fun. I mean, here's like, uh, asking you guys as players, do, do I, um, how often do you think I like limit something where I cut off your abilities for the sake of the puzzle or riddle? Oh, all the time. Because I feel like yeah. I feel like like when I give you physical riddles, it's like I'm cutting off your ability to roll for a solution. Sure, but I think it's also, and I imagine you go through this too when you're creating mm. these different rooms. Is it, you know, it's a balance between how much you limit and how much you uh, allow in terms of like you'll set up a situation where we can't use certain abilities. But it's because you're trying to get us to use a very specific one. Yeah. Or, mm. you know, because like in D&D, &D, you have such a vast array of things you can do that the only way to make a challenging puzzle for us is to say like, okay, but you have to figure out which one of these is actually going to be beneficial. Or it's also, it's the higher level you get. It's kind of like at, at as 10th level characters, it's kind of like, all right, whatever. You, you, can, you can just solve anything now because yeah, your you magic is so... <laughs> you know, like uh, I mean, that even that even happens in like literal real life escape rooms where people will go to real life escape rooms, and the people themselves they know how to pick locks, right? That's just a skill uh, that they physically and they'll and there are people who talk about this. They'll be like, they go to escape rooms like, oh, I solved it so quick, I just picked all the locks and walked out. And kind of like, well, I mean, yeah, this is the equivalent, right? You have a skill, they couldn't limit your skill. You used it to do to get through without solving any puzzles. And then the question from an escape room perspective is. Why bother? Why pay I'm the like, money wait, to design so you puzzles just that you're not going to do? Paid all this money to yeah. like pick a lock. You sound like real fun, dude. Like, that's what? yeah, exactly. That's right. A, that's so edge, for me, that's an edge lord move. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of like okay, well, good work. You didn't enjoy it, but you know, <laughs> next whatever. time but don't like, invite that guy. Well, so yeah. we, but it we happens in a did, real context as well. We actually did one of our one of our sessions um, that was like I think our, one of our highest viewed clips we've ever had. Where I gave one of the players an actual lock and lock pick set. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice. and he had like a minute to yeah. pick a lock, and it was one of those invisible locks, so you can kind of see inside. Um, but like that, see through. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, it was a bar crawl episode. Yeah, and so like it was. I mean, like I I like to take puzzles and riddles from like escape room or escape room esque or adjacent and put them into the game. And so I feel like that's like a great example where it's like it's a physical thing you're interacting with, but like you never. You know, if you were to pick a lock in an escape room, you need to find like uh, the code rather than like an actual lockpick set. Mm. 
But I can understand as well where, like, if your players are happy with that, that's a an absolutely wonderful thing to do. But you could also very easily picture a player being like, well, hold on a second. I don't know how to pick locks, but my rogue does. Why hell? Why am I doing this? Yeah. I shouldn't be. Like, why would my rogue fail, who's been picking locks for 20 years, because me, who's never seen a lock before, uh, <laughs> doesn't know how to pick one? That's crazy. I What a bad GM. Right, right, right. right. Like, it's it so built on how people interpret the game. Right. Yeah. <laughs> well, it was the, one, it was the right? one person who didn't know how to pick locks that ended up doing. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Well, no, like, but that's true, right? It's just based on, on like, what your players expect out of the game. Like we said at the start, some people don't want to role play; they just want to do maths, right? Mm-hmm. But part yeah. of that is because yeah. they're like, well, I'm not charismatic, but my player would be, so I'm going to roll charisma. I don't need to say anything charismatic. I'm not that, per- you know. So like, right. it's it's mm-hmm. interesting, right? The different different approaches. So for you guys, you've cultivated a group that loves that and can engage with that and and it's which is wonderful to have because it means you can create these really exciting puzzles and stories and and different scenarios and really kind of play with the with the medium and for some people i'm sure they would go ugh these people don't know how to they're not playing real D&D they're not real gamers oh, honestly <laughs> have you ever when, sorry. sorry when i first started playing D D with devin he was like you got to do the voices you got to do all this stuff and i'm like Mm, and then he finally got it out of me it took a couple years (laughs) it's true it's more fun it really is um but i was gonna ask have you ever had to deal with a group i mean i assume that everyone you're doing these with actually enjoys well i like many people haven't a lot of experience uh dming when you're a teenager and teenagers especially teenage boys uh, don't like opening themselves up in that sort of way, right? <laughs> so you'll often get people who are trying to prove uh, that they're kind of cooler than the game is and therefore they don't want to do anything. It's like, oh, well, I just don't right. do it. Yeah, I just like mm-hmm. walk this way down the road forever. Right. Oh, you know, I figured out what you were trying to do. So I went into, you know. And mm-hmm. so you, as a kid, you, you deal with a lot of that sort of stuff. And the difference between like feeling like you need to wrangle your players compared to feeling like you can do something collaboratively is just a world of difference, right? Right. Have um, you ever had had that with this sort of podcast uh, setup? Not really, because I mean, for us, right, we're, we're so clear with what the game is. It's so easy to play the way that, like, it's just there's no misinterpreting what they what right. people are going to get when they come on. So, right, we haven't yet had a guest, and also because we get to pick our guests, we haven't yet right. had a guest who comes on and be like, "Oh, puzzles, hate them." Like, what would you? Is, why would you yeah, be here? Right? You know. <laughs> Um, you know, but like we have, we have varying levels of, of, uh, engagement or not varying levels. That's not appropriate. Varying approaches, right? Some people are very themselves, right? There's no concept of character. They're here and they're, and they'll sit there and be like, okay, uh, how am I going to solve this puzzle? And really like dig down and, and drill Mm. into, I want to solve these puzzles and piece it together. And then other people who are just farting around being ridiculous and 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 you not solving anything like us <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah you 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 have you you are in a uh, this friendship relationship with anna now i'm a tennis player on the varsity team and i'm a really uh condescending artist yeah <laughs> right there. like there's there's various levels of 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 having a character versus being yourself uh trying to solve stuff or trying to just like throw things around and have a weird time and see what happens um it's it's great like it's it's really it's everyone engages in a different way but in the end everyone knows that they're here to do an escape room because we have that clear context you end up with very clear things i haven't yet had an episode where someone was so bad that i just didn't release it (laughs) that doesn't that wouldn't that hasn't happened yet well knock on wood (laughs) 
Um, but yeah, so it's, uh, it's, it's, and sometimes the, like the setting is more conducive to that, right? Like we've had ones where the setting is something like this, right? Where it's a, an art studio or, or you know, it's, uh, the very first episode is someone's bathroom that you've been locked in or all these, and they are more conducive <laughs> oh God, to people, people being themselves, just being, I am generic human, A, B, C. Whereas other ones we've had like, you're knights of the realm in a witch's cottage. And so they're like, ah. quickly, my sword, I must attack this. And, you know, they get, and you get more character out of it because it's inherent to the situation. Right. Um, kind of the more fantastical the situation, the more inherently people want to be in character. Like, who am I? Because obviously I'm not me because right. I don't live in this fantasy world. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought we were like us adjacent. Yeah. We I were, think yeah. we were all kind of tropes of each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 But it's yeah, the same thing, right? Like... like it's harder to play a character. Like, you, if you're playing D&D, you can pick a character who is too dumb to solve puzzles. That would be right. a bad character to come on to an escape room show. <laughs> <laughs> you know? yeah, Grog sits in a corner. Grog does not understand paint. Uh, Grog I understands only battle. Out. Grog eats yeah, paint. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Grog so, sits exactly, in a chair right? and pouts. Um, so, yeah, like, it's, it's, it's so contextual, right? And so a lot of these things that can be issues, if you were doing puzzles in a different setting, they evaporate, right? Everyone yeah. knows what they're here for. Uh, it's it works out quite well, um, and you guys and you guys were great, right? You did have that clearly. You were here solving the puzzles and engaging, right? But every now and then there were these little throw-ins of character moments and and <laughs> and like being present in that scene as different people, which is fun, right? And that's the yeah. kind of the right level to actually get to the end quickly, yeah. <laughs> but right. also to be to be uh, having fun with it. So yeah, it was you guys did really well. Oh, well, thank um, you. Yeah, it was it worked out very well. Were there any parts uh, where you're like, oh man, they are in the going the complete wrong direction? That. <laughs> there was never any moments where you go completely wrong, but there are things where like part of the hints, and, I, and I'm sure we gave a few of these hints as we went, a lot of the time the hints are just to break someone out of a cycle that you know isn't going to get anywhere, right? So when right. you guys yeah. are looking at, um, let's put apple juice on the couch. No, wait, orange juice. On, okay, wait, pear and banana and cherry, you know, and you're trialing and and... and figuring it out right like the hint we give we gave there was kind of just like you're pretty much there but it's not going to be guesswork like right. something's mm. going to bring you back to you and that's fine that just snaps you out of that little cycle that you're caught in so you can right. go off and do something else same yeah. thing with uh putting all the paints in the in the machine right the machine is for pigments to become a paint and you guys are starting to mix paints in there and think oh, i'll take the black in there and black and the hint there is just like look paint doesn't go in there just because you could do this forever, right? You could be, you could be moving. Yeah. And there's so much to, to look in. So most of the hints there, you guys are always on the right tracks. It's just like you'll start to circle around something that's not quite right. right. Yeah. And at that yeah. point, it's, it's like never going to be satisfying. Like there's no satisfying way to get out of that yourself. Right. Uh, so you, that's the kind of hint you give. We were talking with, um, uh, I think, two episodes back, or two like, rooms back. We were talking with... Um, Tommy Honton, who runs uh, Stash House in LA, which is a fantastic escape room. Uh, and he has that same sort of thing. We're talking with him, I don't think on that episode, but in general about giving hints. And he gives hints, generally, he will give unprompted hints if you can see that, they've, that the players have something in their head that they have now assumed that you know is incorrect. Yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. And you sort of, and you know from that point, there's never going to be a satisfying moment. We had something when we played his room where we thought, hey, is this going to work? Uh, and tried to put a code into something, uh, but it timed out because the person putting it in was going kind of slowly. So it was the right code, but the pure mechanical nature of the lock timed out. He gave a hint of, you should try that code again. 
which is great because otherwise, like we had the answer, we knew what we were doing, but something right. had given us this assumption that it was never going to work and not going to fit. Like, like those are the game. sort of things you hint around. Yeah. Where like when you're playing a video game and like it's like, mm, I don't think that's going to work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Like, Look, oh, that's I'm true, playing... right? It's like uh, an old adventure games as well, where your character interaction with what you're clicking on gives you that hint, right? You know, you're like yeah. towel, uh, you know, use towel on fence, use towel on fence. And they're just going, I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, okay. Thanks game. Which is you know, weird. Thanks guy brush. Realized... I'll do something else. Guy like they're talking to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is like a really weird idea when like, you think about it. Like, they're not talking to your character. They're straight yeah. up like, nah, dude, like, you're, you don't have it. And it's like, are, did you gain sentience? Well, it's the equivalent of, like, the office just looking into camera. Yeah. yeah. Dead face. <laughs> yes. But you, you notice, like, as, as you play, like, Danny does that a lot with the wording of description. Like, you can tell very clearly that right. what you're doing, you know, you'll be like, I try this. And she'll go, yeah, look, it works, but nothing much seems to happen. Is a very clear indication of, oh, okay, I'm on the wrong track. I'll yeah. go somewhere else. Yeah. As a, you know, and <laughs> as a dungeon master, I immediately picked up those like notes. I'm like, oh no, that's not a thing. No, no, no. Or the or the moment where she'll deliver. You know, how many steps are there? Mm, ah, maybe ten. And you're but like, cool. Yeah. All right, doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Yeah. <laughs> what kind of dress is she wearing? Ah, what is something. she wearing? Uh, <laughs> maybe like a dress. dress. <laughs> uh, but it's good, right? It's it's these indications. That's the equivalent. It's yeah. these indications of the feedback you get is formatted in a way that makes you go, all right. I I think I understand yeah. that this is not relevant, right? Uh, yeah. And that's another kind of form of hinting people through these things that you don't let them. And because we have control over that, it makes these things so much easier. Like that's part of why if you build a real escape room, if you've got a brick and mortar escape room, uh, you need to do so much playtesting because you can't control it when people misinterpret mm. a clue and go off on these wild tangents and think, right. You're not there you know, to be like, nothing happened. <laughs> exactly. Right. And then you have to kind of come in as a game master on the, over the speaker and be like, Oh, just, uh, just in case, uh, that's dumb. Uh, you people yeah, are right? dumb. <laughs> you stop being so dumb. You know, like it's, we have so much more control, uh, and it makes it smooth, right? You can push people where you need to go just with language or, or like when we have Skype chat like this, that, uh, you mentioned, I'm not sure if it's said in the episode, the, oh, Danny's giving me that look, that oh, game yeah, master for look. Sure. You know, yeah. it's like, mm, 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 yeah, like right? Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, it makes a big difference. <laughs> Just get some electrodes, give people a little shock. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I did really like there's the points in the game where I felt like as if it was a real escape room. Like there was many times where like I kind of said something and Danny responded and it felt like it was on the radio. Like, okay, so I kind of need a hint. Um, can I do this? And he's like, you can't do that. I was like, okay, cool. I won't try to rip down the shower. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, you know, like, yeah, um, exactly. I won't make the paint the paint with my own blood. Yeah, which is technically <laughs> red. So, so... Uh, please, you did not sign the release form. Please do not do that. <laughs> <laughs> this is why uh, we have a waiver. Uh, oh, and the final question, uh, if we get back, because I think we'll probably finish up in just a second. But the uh, sort of final question that Danny likes to ask and wanted me to ask in her place is as we're going, so we, 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 obviously we're moving each time period is slightly further into the future, right? Mm -hmm. um, well, or like slightly closer to closer the present, Closer to the present, yeah. Right? What are some time, we're now in like 1700 Spain. What mm -hmm. do you reckon is some things that might come up next? So we've well, had so far, we've had an ancient, we've had Pompeii as, her, as, as uh, Vesuvius was exploding. Mm -hmm. We've had a European grave robber uh, entering the tomb of Qin Shi Huang. Uh, Whoa. Which was Wait. which was good fun, uh, though we don't have a definite time period for that. We had fourteen or fifteen hundreds 
Scotland during a witch trial. Hell yeah. Uh, we had episode four, which we're recording. This is a secret, everybody. We're recording out of order. I don't know what happened. Uh, and then episode five, when we're now in a 1700s Spanish art studio. Where can we go from here? What, uh, what would you like to see? I'm, th- I'm thinking a train. I'm thinking a classic, Ooh, like a train yeah. that's yeah. like the Orient Express. Absolutely. The, like the I've, old frontier, I've, like. 1800s cowboy. Oh, uh, Yes, I'm so wanting Hopefully a cowboy James West room. is there. Transcontinental Me. Railway. And <laughs> yeah. you're on a moving train. You've got to get off the, the car. on the Express. And yes. it's about to crash. Yeah, Hell I would yeah. love a good train setting. Trains are good. We've done a real life uh, train escape room in LA, like in, in a room that was Mo- like mocked up to be a moving train with like mm-hmm. all the windows were actually screens that were showing scenery going past it was really oh, good. and they oh, shook so the room cool. a little bit it was great uh that's a really cool setting i'd love to do a train and you're right Look, you can either do like frontier train or maybe some people are riding down to their horses to rob the train or it can be like uh european orient express style luxury train car. ah yeah or let me just throw on one more the future Oh, so yeah, right. Straight Whoa. Whoa. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we're already in episode five and pretty close to the present. Maybe we do. Maybe we go into like skip robot ahead times. A few. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like you just have to. And, and that makes sense as like a, uh, as like a if you have things you interact with that are creatures, it's a robot where it only responds mm. to certain commands. Mm. And that's oh, very like that's very like escape room. That reminds me of a lot of like time genre video games where they'll have like ancient past and yeah, yeah. Like cowboys Futuristic and then suddenly cowboys, and cowboys just like okay and robots <laughs> yeah but it's, yeah. Like, it's like the robots like it's like oh <clears throat> we'd like to get to the next cart i'm sorry i can't let you next to the next cart unless you have the correct ticket mm. and you try to ask other things like i'm sorry i can't it's like the, mm. the yeah, yeah get those cool sh- interaction style puzzles where it's just yeah. what's the input that you need uh mm. it would be really cool future stuff is there anything else i mean at a certain point it starts to get really like I hope it's not too boring. You know, like, oh, it's 1990 and you're in uh, the Honda Odyssey. You know, like, <laughs> oh. you're in a, that's probably, that's that's too early for a Honda Odyssey. You're in a <laughs> I mean, Holden I think if Commodore. In the last century, you'd have to pick a very specific, like. Oh my God, 1980s well, trapped in a mall. <laughs> oh God. No, you're 1980s and you're in a disco oh. and you're trying to get out and it's Last after days hours. of disco. Yeah. Yeah. Disco funk episode. It's 1995 and you're stuck in the MTV Beach House. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh yeah. You can't get out unless you get every Everything is to sticky. Give you their key that allow you to leave. And you can't get Monica's key unless you figure out why Stacy stole Monica's favorite bracelet. But Stacy's upset with Brad. I'm oh, sorry. I'm, we actually, I'm living, really I'm early on, uh, episode four, I think, of our podcast is set in a next top model house. Like, so you're in the oh model house God. for Next Top Model? Uh, yeah, uh, absolutely. So, <laughs> Jacob is on fun. board. Uh, yeah, it's really interesting. I'm, uh, I do, I'm really hoping for trains or cowboys. Trains and cowboys, that's yeah. like a good century. Trains, the trains and, cowboys, and cowboys century. That'd be very fun. We've, Especially I think we've missed in a Back pirates. to the Future. Yeah, right? Of course, yeah. right? It fits so well. <laughs> absolutely. Um, I think we've kind of missed pirates now, which is a bit of a bother. We're already I mean, in the still, 1700s. Still, still pirates. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we've yeah. missed like golden age of piracy. We're going to have to go to Barbary Pirates in the 1800s. (laughs) Who needs them? (laughs) Barbary Pirates. What losers? Um, I I suppose we could still get some Somali Pirates. Yeah. Do you you have to? I mean, do you have to keep going in the future? 
I suppose there's no. It seems to be that's how it's going. And something in your egg on the outro to this episode mentioned that as well. I think like we're going closer to the future every time. Um, some 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 thing there. So I think right. it will always go forward in time. I don't think we okay. can go back again. But, but I, I don't know. Maybe that's your twist. Time, maybe suddenly we go right back. Yeah, because you're doing time and like things have been recorded out of order. Like that's time. Like time is messy. It's yeah. wibbly wobbly uh, time goop. As the doctor yeah. would say. Is that the technical term? <laughs> it is. It'd be cool to do ah, something to with know. like uh, maybe camera obscura or like just before film. Oh, yeah. That could be know? cool. Oh. It would be very cool to do like like early 20th century, right before like World War II, like a uh, noir. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like old school Ooh. LA Falcon. detective yeah. kind of thing. And that'd be cool. Puzzle where everybody has the other one, the, like this, just baby. When we were talking there, uh, you do like early uh, electricity stuff. You could do like Tesla exactly. Edison ah, yeah, kind yeah, of yeah. rivalry. Okay. It's like, this is... if you solve this puzzle, you can kill a big elephant with the electricity. <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> this is this. So right now, the current arc, of the last like two episodes of Doctor Who, were about like a villain who's going back in time and like messing with all these moments in like mm. time to like. Ch- and so they'd have to go back and like fix it and like try to track them down. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, it was like they did Nikola Tesla. They did the the uh, I think I think they did something with cowboys. But um, and then they did Noir. Nice. And we nailed it. The whole time, the whole time I felt very Doctor Who and I kind of loved it. Uh, Awesome. Uh, Brilliant. My my sudden thought is uh, anything uh, next generation holodeck. Oh, they've done a noir. Oh, they've yeah. done a... <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, stuck in a holodeck. That's one of my favorite Star Trek episodes is anytime they get stuck, like the program yeah. is stuck and they have to like mm. escape by fulfilling when, uh, the storyline. When, nice when the guy episode. from the nanny is playing Moriarty. Yes! It's a good next-gen oh. episode. Oh, my gosh. That's oh, my so God. These, I want to do another one with you guys now. These sound so <laughs> fun. Yeah, well, well, actually, you know what's great? You could download all of the, uh, uh, the settings for any of these. Yeah, you can download the whole room and play it yourself for free if you ever want that's to. Awesome. Oh, yeah. my God. That's so cool. But I, I didn't even know that. You can, do, you can run one on stream. That's you can, you can do a stream. Someone else can take over. You can play, an, play a game. You have my, you have my express permission. As long as you don't say you wrote it. I'm a TPC <laughs> Escape the Podcast crossover. Yeah. I mean, look, we can't get up to San Francisco, but hey, if you want to play one of our rooms, feel free. Um, all right. So I think we should probably end the episode there. Thank you, uh, all of you, for coming on and playing. You guys did spectacularly. Thank uh, you for thank having you. us. Yeah, yeah. so much fun. Uh, it was lots of fun. So uh, would someone like to do one last rundown of if people uh, have enjoyed you being here and enjoyed us talking about Dungeons, Dungeons and Dragons and, and role-playing, where can they find you? Can they Twitter and Facebook and all that sort yeah. of stuff? Uh, if you're looking for a unique style of Dungeons and Dragons play uh, and looking for actual play on Twitch, you can find us at twitch.tv forward slash Total Party Chill. Uh, we're live every Sunday with uh, a unique game that kind of pushes the mechanics of D&D. And find us Thursdays for uh, D&D trivia. 5 p.m. on Sundays. 5 p.m. on Sundays and uh, 5.45 on Thursdays. Specific uh, standard time. You can edit that, right? <laughs> yeah, that's fun. <laughs> uh, lovely. And I'll have all the links uh, for, for social media and all that sort of stuff and the, and, the, and the Twitch channel in the show notes below. So just look below or maybe on the next page. I don't know how your app does this, but there they are. Look, see? Oh, what wonderful links. Just uh, Google us. <laughs> just Google it. Gosh. Um, <laughs> For people who want to find us, you've already found us. Hello, welcome to the show. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. We're at Ask This Podcast. 
Uh, you can send us an email, escapethispod at gmail.com. We love getting emails and responding to them. Uh, and Danny is way too generous with her time. So feel free to ask her lots of important questions that require long writing. Uh, she'll do it. Uh, you can find us. We're on Facebook as Escape This Podcast. Uh, we're on, on Instagram, wherever you want to look. We also have a second show, if you haven't been listening to that, which is called Solve This Murder, in which Danny creates murder mysteries that I try and play through and solve as a detective. It is about 20 times harder than Escape This Podcast, but we manage it. Uh, it's very hard to solve. Uh, please, please don't judge me. Um, <laughs> uh, and also, we have a Patreon. Uh, we would, We absolutely appreciate the support everyone is giving us on Patreon. It's making a huge difference. Uh, we're trying to take this year to actually turn this into a living so if you can help please come and donate on patreon uh, there's lots of rewards we have bonus episodes uh, at least every two weeks for patrons for the five dollar tier uh, including uh, like every playtest so if you want to hear the playtest for these uh games if you want to hear how different it was in its original iteration sign up as a patron and you can do that uh any patron of any level also has the chance to appear as an npc in one of our rooms uh, and we had two in this one uh anna and joaquin who were both patrons and appeared in our room forever and ever and ever they're in the notes it's cemented in time uh so you can join them if you'd like Uh, as well of course as the patron for this uh, entire arc greg harislak who is terrible and destroying the timeline Good work, Greg. <laughs> uh, there's also badges, and and we can and uh, you can also sign up to have us run you through games uh, every few months. Absolutely, the whole whole lots of stuff to do there, uh, and more to come as we go. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thank you all again for coming on. It was lovely to talk with you and meet you. Uh, and now let's all say goodbye all at the same time. Here we go. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye. 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 Have a great night.